Hello, and welcome to the Get Out of Your Head and Grow Your Online Business podcast with your host, Marion Wagner. As a business mindset coach, I am on a mission to show online entrepreneurs that you don't need a huge following or spend countless hours on social media in order to grow a six-figure business. Together, we'll dive into both the psychology and the strategy tips and real-life examples of people who are doing it. Let's dive into this week's episode. Okay, so I'm really excited for today's episode because this topic might be the number one theme that I hear um, just in my business with clients or just in my in my DM box. Uh, people asking the question, how do I get over fear? And so today's Q&A actually comes from Julie, who asked, how can you use fear in a positive way and avoid being stuck in the land of self-doubt? So fear comes in many forms, right? Anxiety might be the most common form I see with online entrepreneurs, with my clients, um, which anxiety, as we all know, is just fear of the unknown. We, we have this idea of this dream that we want to create or this life we want to build, and we don't know how that's going to turn out, which we have all these stories that we create in our head and it can develop into a lot of unbased and just unfounded fears right? It also shows up as overwhelm in our business, or people don't often think about this, but shiny object syndrome or that hamster hustle wheel, that's actually fear sometimes showing up to distract you from the 20% of your business that actually does move the needle. So I see this a lot with very competent online business owners who they're very good at the doing, um, getting busy, but they're spending all their time in 80% of these activities that don't actually grow the bottom line, grow their client list or their income. And it's very common. It's, it's, they're not doing anything wrong. It's just misguided because they have a blind spot that they can't see, right? That's why they call them blind spots is sometimes you need, that's why you need a coach. Sometimes you need a coach to be able to ask you the tough questions and to point out what is maybe not obvious to you because they're blind spots. You can't see them. So today I'm going to walk you through three steps that I know that if you do these three things, it's going to help you process your fear in a really healthy, positive way and allow you to move forward because that's what we all want, right? You don't want to stay stuck. Feeling stuck is the worst, most frustrating feeling in the world, I think. So we're just going to kind of dive in here. This will be a short, again, I don't really have notes here. I'm just going to walk you through these three steps. And, um, I just know that if you do experience anxiety, overwhelm, fear, which if you're human and you're not a psychopath, maybe (laughs) you should be like, yeah, that's me sometimes. Um, then this will help you. All right. So step one, we have to identify and label the fear. This means actually acknowledging fear. I, I, I laugh when I talk about acknowledging fear because I grew up in the eighties, right? Where they, there was this brand called no fear. I don't know if you remember that, but maybe they're still around, but, uh, and maybe their intention wasn't to just deny fear altogether, but really fear is not a bad thing. And that's one thing I really want to walk you through today is we have to stop treating fear like this villain, Fear is just trying to do its job. It's trying to help us. It's trying to keep you safe. So, and and, and no one does anything great without some level of fear sitting on your shoulder telling you like, oh my gosh, this this is a little scary. This is unknown. We've never done this before. (laughs) So that's normal. 
but to just push away the idea of fear and, and to deny its existence is where some people kind of get into trouble. So um, there's this great book called The Gift of Fear by Gavin DeBecker. It's, it's fantastic. My father actually purchased it for me back when I was out of college and I was, um, I was living in this house and I was flipping it. And it was in a sketchy neighborhood because <laughs> it was a drug repo. And I had some break-ins, but I also had some some weird kind of stalker-ish um, activities that were happening in the house. But he got me this book, The Gift of Fear. And the whole basis of this book is to teach you that true gift or true fear is a gift, but unwarranted fear is a curse. And we need to be able to tell the difference. And I remember in the very first chapter of this book, Gavin tells this story about a woman walking home and it's a true story. She's walking home and I think she has grocery bags and there's this decent looking, normal looking gentleman that's walking around her and she kind of, but she has that little spidey sense, you know, where she just kind of feels like this is, this is different. This isn't feeling normal, but she explains it away. She's like, you're being paranoid, you know, stop it. And she gets to her building and she's trying to unlock it. And he comes up and he's like, Hey, let me help you. And she's like, Oh, no, he's being nice. Let him help you. And even though she still has the senses up like this, something's not right. And she keeps pushing and repressing her, her fear instincts, her gut. And she allows him to help her and they get up towards her door and he's helping, he's still helping her. And even though all the alarms, everything's screaming inside of her, like, stop, like, this isn't, this isn't good. She explains it away. And long story short, he ends up being a a serious threat. And um, she does escape and lives, but not without a cost. And the whole point of the story is just, we need to identify what is true fear? What's our, our caveman instinct about a situation? Versus these unwarranted fears that we come up with in modern day society as if it's a side hobby, right? So we also, I mean, bottom line, that goes down to ego versus safety, especially in the online space, because very little of what we do in the online space is a direct threat to your livelihood and your safety as a human being, right? <laughs> right? No one's dying on the table because your email funnel isn't set up correctly. So What I'm going to encourage you to do in this first step is if you are experiencing anxiety and fear and overwhelm is to take a hot minute and write down, just to take five minutes, you're worth that. Write it down what you are afraid of. And I just quickly wrote down the most common ones that I hear from clients in this is, I'm going to speak generally to the network marketing space because these are the most common uh, fears in the network marketing space that I've heard. Number one, no one will buy from me. I'll look stupid. I'm not good enough. I'll waste time and never go anywhere. No one will join me. I don't know how to lead a team. I'm not a salesperson. And I'm afraid of what my friends and family will think. Okay. I don't know if any of those hit a nerve with you, but these are so common. They're so normal. And the thing they all have in common, right, is that they are ego-based. The idea of like, I'm not good enough, I'll look stupid. That's your ego talking, 100%. Anytime we are operating from our ego perspective, it's a, it's a recipe for failure, right? 
because that's not in order to be successful in in business, you need to be able to put your ego aside and create what you want to create. It's not about the perception of everyone else around you. We have to let go of that. And that's something you can process with your coach is really defining why has why has that developed as a something that matters to me? And does it really matter to me? And to go through that. The last one here I shared with you was I'm afraid of what my friends and family will think. I th- it's funny because that's a really big one in the online space, especially now with the advent of social media and people feel like they need to be an open book with their lives, which by the way, you do not need to do that in order to grow your business. But there is this, this perception that you, that you will be opening yourself up for judgment. And really, and this is a total side note, but you have to ask yourself, well, whose judgment really matters? Like at the end of the day, do you, if you have friends that are going to be casting judgment on you for building a business and for trying to create something, then are those really the friends that you want? I've never met a successful person that keeps judgmental, unsuccessful people in their inner circle. You really have to edit the people, the voices around you. So maybe this is an opportunity for growth for you to, to shed, to prune (laughs) your world in order for you to get to the next level. So sometimes just writing down what you are afraid of is really going to open some doors for you that maybe these are blind spots that you didn't see beforehand. And again, I really think it's helpful to walk through these with, if you have a coach, walk through them with your coach. Um, I would not recommend walking through them with like a friend unless your friend has an online business and is very successful. Just really be choosy about who you process this with. Okay. But write them down. And if it's mostly ego stuff that you're writing down, that's a huge sign that you want to do some inner work. You need to do some inner work. And I talk all the time on this podcast about how your doing is only as good as the belief behind the doing. It's kind of, I think about Tom Brady. Tom Brady isn't the most physically skilled quarterback in the NFL, right? He's exceptional and in a class by himself because of what's between his ears, of how he shows up, how he interacts with his team, his belief, his passion, his energy, his vibration. That is what sets him apart. When his team is down in the fourth, they all look to him because he's he's not telling them to throw in the towel. He's like, they can be down by two touchdowns. And he's like, we got this, let's go. And he's rallying the troops and, and stepping up to the plate, so to speak. That's, that's the energy and vibration you need to bring. You want to bring to your business and that's inner work, right? No one else is going to do that for you. You can have someone help coach you there, but that is where you want to start from. So if we are starting from a place where, you know, we don't, if Tom Brady's walking on the field and he doesn't even believe that number one, he should be on the field <laughs> or number two, that they can win, then what do you think the outcome's going to look like? It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. If we walk out there or if you open up your business and you think from day one that you don't belong, that you're not worthy, that you aren't capable. So we need to start in the thoughts, in the beliefs before we even talk about the, the doing piece. The doing's easy honestly, like (laughs) you can write great emails and you can learn how to create a content plan. That's easy stuff. It's the hard stuff is actually the, 
the mindset work that most people want to skip over. Um, And that's the majority of the reason that people fail is because it gets frustrating and hard and painful and difficult if you don't have that Tom Brady CEO type energy mindset in place. And that, and the good news here is that is something you can make. It's a recipe, like making a cake. You can put in the ingredients in your mind and you can build it from scratch. Even if right now you're telling me like, Marianne, oh my gosh, I feel so stuck. I just feel trapped. I don't know where to even go. I just want to tell you just between you and me, it's okay. It's okay. You we can figure this out. You can figure this out. Everything is figureoutable, as Marie Forleo says. And this is not where you're going to stay. You can create. We just got to add some ingredients. All right. We got to stir the pot. We got to set the oven and we can, you can change this. You're not stuck here. I promise you. Okay. So, and then this brings us to the next conversation, which is I just want to highlight this idea of expectations. And just ask yourself, are you expecting to fail? Like, and think about like if your child is trying out for the soccer team. Okay, let's take it off of you. It's your kid, right? She's trying out for the soccer team. What would you think if she came to you and said, I don't even think I should try out, mom. I'm not, I'm not going to make it anyway. Everyone else is better than me. What, what would you think? What would you say? You'd probably say something like, uh, where did you get that idea? You are incredible. You can do this. You can be on the field. You're the best out. <laughs> you would say all the right things to pump her up, right? To, to try to pump belief into her. But yet you probably don't give yourself that same talk. So just a little gut check question right now is, are you setting the example for everyone around you to show them that you take risks and you expect to figure things out along the way? Are you showing everyone around you, including yourself, that you expect great things from yourself and that this idea of perfect really isn't the goal. It's, it's, it's taking risks and being like, wow, this is hard or this is new. I've never done this before, but I'm going to figure this out. But I talk a lot about failing forward. Do you set that example for yourself and for everyone around you? Okay. So step two is we have to appreciate the fear. Okay, going back to um, the Gavin De Becker book, fear is not a bad thing. Fear is, it's meant to keep you safe. So after we've acknowledged it, right, you've already done that, we want to, we want to have a little chitty chat, a little talk with it. And I know that sounds silly, but it's also silly to allow fear of the unknown to hold you back from even trying something that you want to do, right? That's, that's pretty silly when you think about it. We only get one life that I know of. <laughs> here on earth. Um, maybe that's different, but let's assume we get one life. You don't get a retake. You don't get to have those five years back that you allowed fear to keep you hold, holding back and keeping you safe, right? You're going to look back and say like, wow, 10 years ago, I wanted to create XYZ. I really should have done that because life goes on regardless. We get to decide how, how we fill our days, what that looks like. So I think it's pretty silly to allow fear to make that decision to drive that bus. So again, fear is not a bad thing. It's instead of treating it like a little evil villain, let's treat fear like a friend. Could be an annoying friend, right? But he's a friend and he's just doing his job. And so we get to decide how much power we give this friend. 
So we want to talk to fear. Let's just decide that fear is that annoying little friend sitting on your shoulder. And you can just say like, hey, fear, how you doing? Like, I see you here and I know you're just trying to keep me safe. Thank you for looking out for me. But you know what? This is the situation I can handle. I got this. I I know you're going to stick around and that's cool, but I'm just going to say this one I have. So I'm going to take the steering wheel from you right now. You can just move on in the back seat and hang out back there because I know you just want what's best for me, but I got this. All right. That is basically you talking to fear and putting fear in its place. Step three is a part of this. You want to claim your power. Claim your power. Fear, you are not fear. Fear is not a part of you. It's this external little buddy, right, on your shoulder. And you've already talked to him. I always, <laughs> I don't know why he's him, but you've already talked to him. And he's just going to sit there and just kind of look out for you and make sure, you know, looking for the real fears in life. But you've acknowledged that this is, this is okay. I'm going to do this. So now we're going to claim your power. And I really recommend writing down just a few different affirmations here. Um, some people I know kind of poo-poo affirmations. I personally, I think you know this by now, I'm not like a woo-woo type mindset business coach. I don't, I believe in manifestation, but manifestation with action and intention, um, And it's great to have crystals and all the other stuff, but I feel like the most powerful tool that you can have in your business is between your ears again. It's your mindset. And we have to work on that intentionally, but affirmations and journaling is a really, really powerful exercise. So here are just, I just wrote down a few affirmations that I know have helped me and have helped some of my clients. So maybe write these down or just like if you're driving, just think about them, is I have everything I need within me. The feelings in my body are normal and I fully accept them. I have been through hard things before and I have survived them. A side note here, if you really think about the hard things that you've been through in your life, you could probably acknowledge that they helped define who you are today, right? You are who you are today because of going through the hard times. It's not the easy times that shaped you. You really think about your grit, your tenacity, your energy, your your dedication, your power. A lot of those things came from going through some hard stuff. So what if you're going through some hard stuff right now, you you want to kind of be like, okay, there's a lesson here. I'm learning. I am I am getting ready for the next level. Okay, which leads me to the last affirmation statement. Everything is happening for me. Okay, I hope I hope today's Q&A episode spoke to you on some level. If you're dealing with high levels of fear, anxiety, and overwhelm right now, please know, number one, it's going to be okay. Number two, it's also okay to ask for help. Just make sure you're asking the right person, okay? And number three, you will work through this and it's going to be okay. In fact, I always believe it's going to be more than okay. You're going to build something incredible. Okay, thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of you who who subscribe to the podcast and take the time to tap the little five-star review. You're the best. I'll see you next time. 
If you have an online business and you could use a social media mindset makeover, I have created a free mini course that will help you show up on social media with more purpose and alignment so that you can convert more followers into paying clients. Just click the link in the show notes and it's yours for free.